I'm speaking now with Mr. Hayden Shaw, one of our keynote speakers at Arkansas Farm Bureau's 83rd Annual Convention in Little Rock. And Mr. Shaw, your presentation was very well received. I've heard a lot of good feedback from your presentation yesterday and again this morning. Uh, if you will, just kind of from your interaction with our farm and ranch leaders, what's the message you're getting? What's the response or feedback you're getting from them to your presentation and the needs we have in this organization to overcome generational differences? Well, if we're going to lead across generations, which is, you know, the, the theme for the year, if we're going to lead across generations, what I'm hearing are people are, are wanting to understand why the different generations don't respond the same way. So what is it about younger generations and what they want from Farm Bureau that's different than what somebody would be in one of the later stages of their farming career? And then how do we arrange what we do in in our meetings and our leadership structure so that we can help everybody get what they need? Because I was talking about bald spots. And uh, the, a, a bureau can have a bald spot where they're, they're missing a whole segment of the generational spectrum. And they're, they're really interested in what do we do to address those, those bald spots. A young farmer that I spoke to after your presentation this morning mentioned he's approaching about 50 years of age, I believe. Anyway, he said, we do a fairly good job in most counties of trying to reach some of the 20-year-olds, and if you will. But there's that gap between 35 and 50 And that might be defined as a bald spot where they don't feel engaged. How do we reach them? Well, I think the most important thing is to figure out why does it work with younger farmers? You would think younger farmers wouldn't see this big of a need for it. And yet you do with your young farmer program until they're 35. And then the assumption that people make is at 35, they're ready to leave their special group and move into the adult group, the older group, the whatever group. And I think that's uh, I, I think that bald spot shows that it, that's um, that's not an accurate assumption that they're that they're ready to join whatever the next age range is, and uh, it's because we live so much longer today. We have people who are leading into their eighties, and a good for them that they can still do it. But as a result, that means that a person in their thirties, a person who's thirty six, may have to wait forty years. For some of those leaders to turn over, if everybody does it till they're 83, and so they're like, "Why would I do that?" And um, uh, and so I think Farm Bureau can lose some great leadership potential in that 35 to 45 or 50 year old range. They can lose some great leadership potential to other organizations that say, "Let's invite you in to uh, leadership now, rather than um, rather than later, and have you wait your turn as people did in years past." Our young farmer and rancher program that you referenced uh, does engage them, and, and they understand that they're family-oriented. They have young children that deserve their time. They may not be able to attend as many meetings as some of the older generations can whose children are grown, but you've got to understand that and say, okay, it's all right to miss a meeting here and there, you know, potentially, or we can find a new way to reach out to you and get you that information. Well, I think so. And a number of people have responded to the idea that 20 meetings a year is not going to work for a lot of people in their 30s, 40s. Because um, unlike when I was growing up in the family farm that uh, um, we had where um, men spent a lot of hours, there weren't a lot of women involved in our family farm. Um, They tended to the house more. The men spent a lot of hours on the field and with the livestock. 
And so, you know, there wasn't a lot of going and hanging out with the kids or going to baseball games or other things. That's just not what my grandfather or even my father did. And uh, But today, you know, couples have conversations before they even get serious about their love relationship and have kids. Uh, couples say, you know, you're going to be involved in this all the way along. So there are different conversations happening before people get married in the Xer and in the millennial generations before they have kids today that are different than what was in the past. And going to 20 meetings is probably not a part of that conversation. One final question here. The challenge of cultivating new young leadership and then engaging through generations. Many of our farm families are century farms. They've been, you know, five, six, even more generations down the road, and they're continuing to keep the farm going. That's, That's a testament to their stability and ability to do that. But how do you relate? You know, a 20-year-old young man who wants to try to maybe do it and stay involved in farming with the challenges he faces today, and then technology, the technology. How is technology helping, and, and how, why do older farmers need to embrace technology to reach that younger generation? It really could be a beautiful marriage, because what the, uh, what the older farmers have seen is a whole lot of changes. Now, they've never seen an environment like, their, as you mentioned, their 23-year-old, maybe grandchild, is facing. Um, they've never seen this exact environment, but they've seen some other pretty challenging environments in farming and kept that family farm going. And so what they can do is show, I get it. I get that there are challenges. What the younger generation gets is technology and often much better educated, not always, but often much better educated than the older generations had in terms of schooling. And so the two of those could be put together in a beautiful way, like peanut butter and chocolate. You can make a pretty good selling Reese's cup out of that if you'll blend those two. And if older generations, sorry, older folks, I'm going to get on you for a little bit. If older generations will say, I don't have to tell them what to do. I don't have to have the right answer right off the top. I can ask more questions. We can engage in more conversations. And uh, just because you told your kids, here's where we're going, here's what we're going to do, treat your grandkids more like you treated them when they were little, where you were interested in them and listened to them, and less like they're your employees, and you'll discover another generation that takes to farming. Mr. Shaw, thank you for being with us this week at our convention, and thanks for what you had to share. I think we're going to apply. You know, many of our people will take that back home and apply it, and hopefully we'll have a stronger Farm Bureau. I have had a lot of fun, and you have great people in your membership. It's great. We've been speaking with Mr. Hayden Shaw here at the Arkansas Farm Bureau Annual Convention.